for joining us for this episode of Casually Hardcore. Casually Hardcore is a proud member of the WOW Radio Network. Join us on the web at www.wcradio.com. While there, be sure to view and post on the forums by clicking on the forums button. If you want to interact with this show, please click on the chat button to learn how you can join us in Internet Relay Chat. If you want to email us during the show or anytime, the email address is ch at wcradio.com. And while you are on the website, please click on the donate button to see how you can support WC Radio and all its shows. Be sure to check out all the other fantastic shows on WOW Radio. And now, on, on with, with the, the show. show. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive. It's alive! I am no wise. Are you smoking? What? Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. I'm Iolite. That felt good. I'm sorry. I'm Gwenora. I might be dangerous. I'm going to slay all of you. I'm Grail. I am a god! I'm kind of a big deal. Ladies and gentlemen, do not panic. The casuals have taken over the airwaves. Welcome to Casually Hardcore, live on WOW Radio. Tangent alert! For Sunday, the 26th of July, 2009, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I'm Gwenora. And I'm Grail. And in the distant background... Bexa! Bexa! And welcome to our little corner of, I don't know, heck. Stuff. Yeah, things. Hot, hot stuff, yeah. We uh, first are. order business. No, well, welcome back, but also because I always forget, in the IRC, as usual, we have our amazing IRC rep, the amazing Muggy. Ooh, good monkey! If you have anything to bring to our attention, please send a personal message to the good monkey. Ooh, good monkey! And he'll bring it to our attention. Thank Yay. you very much. Now, next in line... I love you. You're pretty. And you're back. Yes, I am home. Oh, that was a really, 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 really long trip. Yes. I'm very tired. <laughs> the first words out of Dox's mouth, she came in to see me this morning. She's like, wow, you look tired. <laughs> <laughs> you all right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's about all that I can say for it. It was pretty, it was pretty tiring. It was a long trip. And absolutely no wow whatsoever. No. Wowless. Wowless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and their wireless sucked. Their wired wasn't too bad, but their wireless sucked, and then I just didn't get back to the dorm room until 11 o'clock at night, and, and then I had to be back to the sessions at 8 o'clock the next morning. Yeah, so I mean, it was like, the, the nature it. of this training is they put you back in college, dorms, basically, uh-huh. and you're just it's, your world is nothing but you're sleeping, eating, or training. And even when you're eating, you're eating with your classmates, yeah. and they make you switch your tables around and everything, so you're meeting all different people. I got to know 55 people really well, wow. actually, over the course of those days. So, to the point where we were all hugging and crying I love oh. You, man. Oh, at the end. You gotta yeah. go home now. <laughs> yeah. Back to RL. Yeah, very much back to real life. <laughs> yeah. So I am glad to be home. Got a few days, and then I take off for a couple of days to DefCon. So I will miss next week's show because um, I will be, be in Nerdvana or one of the Nerdvanas. I will be in one version of Nerdvanas, attempting to remain off the wall of sheep. Yeah. Um, and uh, I do come home again Sunday afternoon. 
Um, we do have Nemesis in the room with us today. He is playing, so if you hear little clinky clinkies in the background, it's because he's trying to be quiet, but is, is still here, as it were. <laughs> it's a pretty so. good, you know, facsimile of quiet. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is six year old quiet. Exactly. Certain yeah. levels. I'm not talking, therefore I'm quiet. Thump, 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 exactly. thump. Well, I mean, from early on in his toddler phase, I came up with the phrase "the crash and thunder of little feet" because the yeah. pitter patter of little feet is a lie. Yep. Total and complete lie, actually. And then we moved into a two-story house where the his major playroom, which also happens to be the broadcast room that we're in right now, is directly above the room where I do my computer work. Ah. So when he is playing Wii and getting really into it, um, the crash and thunder of Little Feet is definitely in evidence. Yes. We woke up to the crash and thunder of Feet. I don't know if they're little anymore, but... Our child has a... To get his mind going, he likes to run. Lots. Inside. Inside. Preferably upstairs, where he can make the absolute most noise of possible. Course. At 7 in the morning this morning. Apparently, he needed to work some some problem out. And so he was running back and forth all around. And it was like, come out of the room, Homer Simpson, choke. And <laughs> Why did you get that? So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well aware of that. Oh. I see my future. <laughs> oh. Well, we were having, you know, um, Nemesis is, was pretty good um, the whole time I was gone, but now we're having the uh, blowback from that, where it's like, every time he you looks at me, me, every time he looks at me now that I'm home, he growls and puts his claws out at me. He literally goes, and puts claws out at me. Was this the dog? No. No. The boy. <laughs> The, the kid, awesome. yes. Stay with us, Nemesis, not that Oz. Would, that yeah. would not. No, if the dog was growling at me, that would not be good. But yeah. the the child growling at me is is just not endearing either. Not so much. And then got very upset because I wouldn't, you know, cuddle as long as he wanted last night. Oh, it's like, well, you're growling at me. I don't want to cuddle exactly. with you when you're growling at me. He looks at me and goes, and then <laughs> growls again. Daddy was waiting for his. Cuddle. I was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like done. Yeah, Daddy was definitely wanting um, dibs. Nemesis to go to sleep. Yeah. Yes. You need to leave now. <laughs> I love you. You're pretty. Now take Release that the hounds. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm trying to work through a problem. I'm on the World of Warcraft community site, and there's a. Okay, there's your first problem. <laughs> yeah. right no, no, no. There you go. No. Problem yeah. solved. No, no. The and there's <laughs> what the hell were you thinking? And I'm looking in their archives for their comics. The the readers or the players submitted fan right, comics, right? And there's one that reminds me very much of my honey. And the problem is they've got it in galleries so that yeah. you can click. I'm trying to download that particular one and I can't figure out because I want to email it to her. I, I don't think they allow downloads there. I don't. I'm trying to figure out how to do it. And I can't, and it's frustrating me a great deal. So. You do a control click to see if it. Yeah, and it gives me Nothing. best worked off. Worked on offline. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. <laughs> or off air. Yeah, we'll figure it so, out offline. I'll figure it out later. At least I know where uh, it is. Fantastic. Fan. I believe Barry nice. VA. Barry VA says cuddle time. Let me bite your neck. <laughs> Rawr. <laughs> That's what Barry That's VA said. Nice. Okay, uh, dude. We don't know you that well. Um, <laughs> and I think he was in. I think he was. One hundred yard minimum distance at BlizzCon as of this moment. <laughs> I'm bringing the dart gun. Nice. <laughs> well, normally we bring the dart gun, but it's for Nemesis. Yeah, I was gonna say. 
and start him right in the neck and he falls over. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we carry him up to the hotel room. <laughs> I'm reminded of the episode of Venture Brothers. Uh, mm. Do you watch Venture Brothers? You should. Um, basically, one of the main characters gets addicted to being darted. Oh, nice. He, he's like a former drug addict and... and Secret agents basically dart him, and, and he's like, whoa! And then for the rest of the episode, he's like getting in their way, deliberately trying to annoy them, and he's like pulling down the neck of his shirt to get me right here! Uh, oh, thank you! jeez. Oh, <laughs> my memory is from old school. I don't know if you've ever seen that, where Will Ferrell takes one to the neck, this guy stifflers in, and he accidentally shoots Will Ferrell in the neck with a dart. He's like, oh, dude. And he's like, oh, no, man, I'm fine. And he's like, you know, falling around this, this party. It was it was good scene. Great movie. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Yeah. There well, is. Don't do drugs um, meant for animals. Yeah, large, <laughs> yeah. Large animal veterinarian stocks. No, not so much. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's a very old... Um, Tim Conway gag where he's pretending to be a dentist and he accidentally shoots himself with the Novocaine in the hand and then the hand <laughs> is dead and then the guy's in the chair trying not to laugh and then he keeps trying to give him the shot and with the dead acc- hand it, it, and then he accidentally gets himself in the leg yeah. and the leg falls asleep and it is one of the funniest things you've ever seen classic physical it's humor very very classic Tim yep. Conway for the win Indeed. oh so funny stuff but uh God, I'm just glad to be home. I'm still on East Coast time, so I'm was up at I was awake at two in the morning. Bing, hello, hi, how are you? It's time. <laughs> but this, but this place that uh, we were staying is, um, it's like a campus for executives, so they do put you in dorm rooms. But it's on 83 acres in Potomac, Maryland, which is like wow. the all around you are the hi. I have a five million dollar house. Hi, I have a seven million dollar house. Hi, I have a twelve million dollar house. Who are you? <laughs> you Ooh. It was one of those areas. It was like, it was a little gotcha. frightened to leave the campus, actually. <laughs> I was afraid they might loose the hounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. a loper. Check oh. her credit score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she take a blood test, which gives them an instant credit rating. Exactly. There you go. Uh, <sighs> although one of the tests they made us take was a test to see whether you understood your constituents and based on what type of school you ran. And the test consisted of questions that determined, could you survive in poverty? Mm. Could you survive in the middle class? And could you survive in wealth? And it was Define really... surviving it in wealth. It was really interesting. not eating yourself to death? No, no, no. It wasn't mm. that. It was the things of... It, the, your interests in life become completely different at these different social structures. And so while I could answer every question on can you survive in middle class, I could only answer one question on could you survive in wealth, and I could only answer three on could you survive in poverty. Interesting. And so it was very interesting to realize exactly how little knowledge you Uh, have when you move outside of your own social structure and the values that are created by that structure. Gotcha. Say even like some of the things they talked about, like food. In uh, um, if you're living in poverty, it's did you have enough? Mm-hmm. It's quantity. If you're living in middle class, is did it taste good? Right. You've got quality. If you're living in wealth, is was it presented well? Ah, okay. Right. So it's the, the basically what you value moves. I do like so, from uh, 
I'll show uh, you the guys black, the test. They're really kind of crazy. From the Black Void, they're asking, though, was there there wasn't a zombie survival ch- test, though? No, no, uh, we didn't have zombies. No, well, there were only what geese. What good was it? Exactly. Surviving geese. What, really, what do you get out of that class, then? Not much. I would Not have to agree. Much. Resume five. We have an option. We have a machete <laughs> and a shovel. I yes. Which is the better? Machete. And, and, and aim for the head. Right. Yep. I don't yep. know. They make a pretty compelling argument for shovel, though, in uh, World War Z. Exactly. So, that's telling you. No, I, compelling I, argument. The reason for shovel? There were, yeah. those, those items. I almost, bought, I almost bought that. You should buy that. this See, week. The, the, I, it's on the list. I had a couple other things that I'd found. That or you I can borrow it for me. But that's true. I suppose I can. Do See, that for too. me, the, the the machete makes sense from the let's remove the head perspective. Right, but you can figure the shovel will give you more uh, room to. You can actually. Sh- you can stay farther away from. You the can zombies. sharpen the edge of a shovel yeah. quite nicely. Oh, okay. Exactly. Don't ask me how I know that. So I'm a shovel? Yeah. Or shavshetti? Yeah, basically. I like my shovel. Combo. I like my shovel better. My shovel. Yeah. Yeah, the longer reach. <laughs> People are voting in the gray void yeah, definitely exactly. for the shovel. Voting, I mean, I they like the longer reach. You need the longer reach to, because, yeah. I mean, you might accidentally get clipped when you're fighting with a machete, get yeah. bitten, and then really you got to take your own head at that That's point. That's right. Well, and you can also sharpen the other end of the shovel into kind of the stake, so you oh, can go yeah. both directions. Oh, in case it's a vampire zombie. No, no, not that. You just put the sharpened stake right through the eye. Ah, of course. At this point, How about a pointed stick? Pointed stick. Chance of like impaling yourself, probably at yeah. that point. Oh. <laughs> you know yeah, what? I think that. you're hoping that you got better with it at that. Point. I would hope so. <laughs> you roll fumble because someone has to balance out all those critical failures and critical say, successes. You're gonna learn fast, yeah. one way or another. <laughs> fumble. Oh my oh, life. Yeah. Yeah. Was... There, by the way, there is a way to survive the zombie apocalypse. That is to become a zombie and lead them. Yeah, that has that's not technically of, surviving. Yeah, that's no, not. not technically surviving. No, uh, I don't much. think that fits in. Not so, so much. All oh. right, Lineth here got the uh, motorcycle. Oh, the uh, Crusader Lineth. chopper. Yeah, yep. got cool. the chopper. I'm actually enjoying the choppers a great deal when they show up in battlegrounds because you you'll hop in with random person. Hey, oh, how you yeah. doing? Like, dude, let's go. <laughs> let's roll. <laughs> My favorite zombie weapon is the Winnebago. <laughs> okay. It's from Barry VA. <laughs> I don't know. There's not enough mass on the front of a Winnebago. I mean, a Winnebago. See, I thought Volkswagen bus for a second there, but no Winnebago, a freaking RV. Yeah. You'd have yeah. to get out, though, to fill it with gas is the problem. That's when the zombie attendant will come out. I'm telling you. Get you. Without yeah. a doubt. I'm going to get you. Not a, good, uh, not a good zombie plan. Better revise that. <laughs> so. <laughs> you guys are just so fat. <laughs> So, as you may have noticed, uh, August 1st is closing in on us, and that is the, I believe the 31st is the closing, 31st of July is the closing date for the uh, contest for fundraising yes. for our, all of our trip to BlizzCon, meaning all of us being the entire station that is able to go. Uh, Team Murloc recently pulled ahead uh, after a long period in the doldrums of lagging just slightly behind Team Nubcake, who will fail and lose. We gave Nubcake hope. That yes. was the point. There to was, give them the there was lagging. And then we crush it and, and we, crush uh, it. Yes. Um, please. And hear the lamentation of the, the women. Of course. Yes. Of course. The, good. Very good. So please, if you've been holding off, uh, dump your donations <laughs> into the coffers. Uh, the only coffer you need to worry about is the one labeled Team Murloc. And we will triumphantly fling pies at the faces of the nubcakes, which will be filmed... And distributed for your pleasure after BlizzCon. Sweet. Um, 
the costs involved in you know going to the massive money pit that is you know staying near a convention center during a major convention. Um, never underestimate the, the, the money-sucking power of that kind of travel. Right. You're not just traveling. You're traveling when they know they've got you. Oh, yeah. And you know, been trying to, trying to shop for some decent uh, hotel coverage, and damn. It's rough. Um, yeah, it is painful. We need to get that wrapped up soon. So everything you donate uh, will help us all. Um, any funds that are left over after obtaining the equipment um, necessary to bring all this to you live will be distributed amongst the attendees who have had to buy hotel rooms to help them uh, defray that cost a little bit. Uh, it's not, of course, not going to be able to pay for rooms for all of us because a lot of us are going, but every little bit helps, and we greatly appreciate everything you've done. I do need you to recant your uh, praise of Muggy, though, from the beginning, because now he is... Uh, he is a nubcake. He is a nubcake, and he is... But, he is talking, spreading nubcape propaganda. Is he? Is he? Is he, he talking smack? In the IRC, there is nubcape propaganda. Well, let him oh. flail using caps, even when he knows he can get around the the auto kick for that. Nope. it's that shows you what type of quality people are exactly. on team nubcape. I, we don't need to stop him. He's digging mm-hmm. his own grave. That's true. I, I I would also say that um, anyone asking if we want to share a room for BlizzCon, we're already sharing rooms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. We yeah. are definitely double. And tripled up here. I mean, <laughs> due like, to childcare challenges, we're bringing the nemesis with us, which is going to be challenging enough. Um, so yeah, because they won't let him in BlizzCon, which means only one of us will be able to be there at, a given at any time. given moment. Yeah. Um, that and we're doing a weird combination of some driving, some flying, because the nemesis needs to fly, because just minimizing time exposure and keeping IO sane. Well, just imagine keeping me sane. Yes. I did okay when we drove to L.A. last time. But we didn't have the nemesis with us. Yes, we did. To where? When we drove to go on the cruise ship. Oh, yes. Yes, we had him with us, and he did fine. And I did not go insane. Uh, I uh-huh. think this is the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> I'll be in the other room. You guys let if me you know when we're yeah. <laughs> the regular conversation. There's <laughs> part of the conversation with, if you were insane, how would you know? Mm-hmm. If someone stole your mind, how would you know? Anyway. Huh? Well, my, I have it my, uh, um, low-jacked. Low-jacked? So, yeah. Fair enough. Nice. I get a call from OnStar. They tell me when it gets Someone stolen. Someone has stolen yeah. your hand. Uh, speaking of crazy things like that, I am a firm believer, actually, in low-jacking your kids. I wish you could. I wish it worked. <laughs> South Park episode. Kid Tracker. Oh, nice. <laughs> there, there's huge helmets with antennas and lights off of it because there was a... a a child abduction scandal in South Park and making fun of the little wristbands you can get for kids that actually basically are a satellite tracking system. But the, of course, the South Park exaggerated version was helmets bigger than the kids. Nice. Nice. Kid tracker. <laughs> weep, 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 weep. <laughs> so your parents got kid tracker, huh? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Anyway. Uh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Silence. Da- Daxa what? is making faces. Oh. oh. Don't. Don't, Don't justify encourage him. him. Yeah. Don't justify him. No, he's he's putting out. You know the funny thing about RFID tags, Kali. I'm I'm reading in the gray void. He's suggesting RFID tags. I like they work. Mm-hmm. Uh, two things about that. A. Um, it's unclear right now whether or not putting RFID tags under your child's skin will cause cancer or not. Um, that's not sh- that's not clear. I have another issue. People have gotten sick. Um, I have another issue with that. I'll express that when you're done. Okay. And and uh, Gwen has an issue that he would like to express, so. Oh, 
when you were finished was fine. fine. But my problem with RFID tags is most people who want to put these in their kids are people who wouldn't be caught dead with them and freely express that. So to me, it's... I'm not saying that you guys are like that, but that drives me nuts when I hear people say, oh, yeah, I'd put an RFID kid, tag my kid. Well, what if the government said that you need an RFID? Oh, no, no that's an invasion of privacy. I don't want to be tracked okay. like that. Well, then why here's, would you do that to your son? I'm not saying you guys my, would do that. Here's my but issue. Here's that what I'm saying. just drives me when nuts. Someone, when, when my kid turns 18 and is no longer my responsibility. It comes out. It comes out. Yeah. And There's then a simple it's solution his, to that, and I realize Then that. it's his choice or yeah. not, whether or not he wants to be on the radar, on the grid, so to speak. <laughs> not that anyone's off yeah. the grid anymore. My anyway. whole thing is kind of like, from oh, my hell pers- no. But from my perspective, I live in the, in the place of, you know, I, when kids go missing, I mean, I just think of it and it just... I, I can't even I know, and I'm that, speaking you know? from the angle that I don't have kids, so... so. The whole RF, I mean... And RFID isn't the right. I've been viewing the discussions about the fact that the U.S. has been putting, started putting RFID tags into passports. and They're easy to clone. And, well, it's not even the matter yeah. of cloning. The, a big part of RFID's, quote, security is security by proximity. They've always claimed, well, you can only read it from a short distance, which We've has already this, been already right. had this discussion. Yeah. There's right. a lot of people, before they put, start putting RFID tags in, saying, no, don't do this, it's a bad idea. Now they're in, and now they're finally publishing information about, oh, yeah, um, it looks like they're readable, more readable than we thought, even with the lid closed. So we say, you know, put a, um, a bigger metal sleeve around it, and people have demonstrated an explosive device where the German passport walks by, the UK passport walks by, the US passport walks by, then the bomb goes off because yeah. it read the RFID tag info. Yeah. It's like anything Evil, else. With, bad idea, stupid. They were told it was stupid ahead of time. Why did they do it? it well, it's because they always think that they know better. We're, we're the, we we're have experts the, that told us it would be fine. We're from the government. We're here to help. Yeah. Right. And how much were you paying those experts? And how much were you telling those experts? We need this to work. You will not fail. Yeah. No, it fails. Well, again, it's for me. I don't care if it's RFID. I don't care. I all I was talking about was from a safety perspective. And then we had another person and saying, I, "I think I want to put one on my daughter from age thirteen to age 18. Yeah, and I'm like, I completely understand. Yeah, when that. they're lying, uh huh. Well, and I the want to ratchet that back to twelve or eleven. Unfortunately, they were also talking about this idea of um, you can track with the cell phone. So that's great, but I don't always, you know. If you're actually in trouble, if your kid's lying to you and is going somewhere, they've probably got their cell phone with them. They're just fibbing to go to a party or right. something like that. But if your kid's actually in trouble, probably don't have their cell phone with them anymore. So trying to track through the mm. cell phone, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, track them, you know. Yeah. Anyway, as I said, discussion. it is and a very a, long a, discussion. A and a, and a, Thank you, baby. Well, I understand, but he's not on the carpet. We'll get Oz in a minute. And a belated. You have been a bad monkey. Knock it off, monkey. Very nice. The shall fail. So I approve wholeheartedly of that drop. And there in. will be lamentation of their women. Yeah. The lamentation of the lamentation women. Lamentation over and over again. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh right. We lamentated. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. Oh, giggity Well, transvestite. Anyway, have you guys looked at the? Uh, um, there was new an items? email asking about that. You guys looked at the new items for three point two yet? No. On and off. Look at the daggers. They have a nemesis blade. Oh, sweet. <laughs> That's I'm awesome. not making this up. I'm looking at <laughs> Wowhead right now. The oh, Nemesis so Blade. That That's great. 
dagger, 52 agility, 33 stamina, improves critical strike rating by 36, increases attack by 83, and increases your armor pen- penetration by 32. That's excellent. In other words, kidney shot. Right. <laughs> I, 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 have to ha- I have to have one. Now you I don't know where it's going to drop, because they don't have any of that information, and they probably won't until it comes out. Until the patch drops, but which should be in this reasonably near another, future. Another should, round of background downloads. Yeah, I've in the last seen. Couple days. I saw it last night. So there looks like they're inching it out. Um, we'll see. Yeah. It's, it's, I know like it's, it's the long whole it's, lead up. Yeah, it's it the usual yeah. thing that they that they do every time. We have no idea when it's coming. We just at least we're making progress and we know it's coming. That's my thing. No, I mean, yeah, you know, controversy aside, I think there's a lot coming in there that'll make it, you know, revitalize a lot of the game again. It's it's the typical life cycle Mm -hmm. of the either expansion slash patch, consumption of content. Right. Slide into inactivity. Patch. Yeah. Fun, joy, and slide into inactivity. Exactly. Rinse, repeat. That's just how they work. Or if you're an altaholic, roll alt, roll alt, roll alt. Well, yeah. I mean, I've actually... I'm toying with the idea. I want to level some sort of tank. I'm just not sure which of mine I'm going to do. So I'm waiting for 3.2, though, before I touch leveling because of the extra item for the 10% increase, the mount changes, all that. So they're adding a chest piece with even more... It's like another 10% that stacks with your shoulders, so it makes that faster. You get to fly it when you hit 68. North Rend. Yep. So there's, Before you hit North And your, your basic mount is faster. I mean, there's a lot of things in there for leveling that are great, and I'll definitely take advantage of. So you have a choice of leveling a Death Knight tank, dusting off Grail. Or a Paladin. You have, do you have a Lolladin, or would you start one? No, I have one at like 50. Yeah, wow. I use refer, refer a friend to boost it up. So Gotcha. But I, yeah, Paladins, I don't... Get. I play them for a little while, and I'm like, I really don't know what the what I'm doing. Well, <laughs> okay. I mean, we we have a really good resource in the guild to teach you how. No, yes. I know. Well, I mean, we actually had so that was two one of, of the biggest events this week. We had our Hilden yep. Ryan tank. Yep. Oh, I was going to yes, ask how things were going in raid because I haven't been able to be there. Well, well, just a heroic, but it was the in first that time. same run. Yeah, our other Hilden Glola went red. Yeah, it was interesting. People. This is the th- kinds of things you do to fill the time. Oh yeah, yes. you try different things. Off spec. Things. Woohoo! Yeah, besides, shot. besides doing web searches to find out when Warhammer 40k is going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good to have a mission. 2011 is the word I'm hearing. Now, for MMOs that interest me that are coming out within you know relatively soon, Champions and the Star Wars. Those are the two. That the Star Wars one, the yes. Champions, not so much, but. Champions look like um, City Heroes, but done it's better. It's the people that did City of Heroes. Except okay. Champions is an old role playing pen and paper role playing system gotcha. that they're actually importing in. Um, so yeah, no, I mean yeah, that went well. We you know did our normal raid last night uh, with a lot of different people than we normally would have there. Yeah, I was so. busy picking up Io from the airport. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, it was. <laughs> okay. I was we had so ten. tired. <laughs> we had our ten, and we, had our we ten. did it. Uh, we got it as far as we normally, you know, can do in that stretch of time. Yeah. Um, again, you know, we've mentioned it before, but the two-week lockout will allow us to finish Nax and move along to Old War Fun and whatever you know the Coliseum adds. Um, so I got that done. I actually picked up some. Other games outside of WoW picked up uh, Heathen prototype for Xbox 360. Heard many really good things. Lots about that of one. fun. Nothing like being a super 
empowered individual with a free city to roam around in. It's like the ultimate sandbox. and It's a big sandbox. It's kind of reminiscent of the Spider-Man games, but yeah, it's really fun. And I mean, they make you, you feel definitely more than your average bear out there. Like, you're tossing people thousands of yards. I mean, tanks really aren't that big of a deal to you, and it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, it... it Reminds me, looking at the bits, it reminds me, I don't know if you ever, do you read, do you follow comic books? Somewhat. Back, late 80s, early oh, 90s, okay. did back then, did do X-Men, yeah. New Mutants. Yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. Warlock, the weird techno-organic yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah. That's what that reminds me yep. of, is, is this techno-organic stuff that just kind of shoots out of you and grabs stuff and kills Yeah, things. I mean, you absorb people and you can <laughs> make <laughs> them look, you know, you take on their memories okay. and stuff. It's It's been interesting. It's fun. I mean, nothing like just, you know, jumping off a building, falling, you know, thousands upon thousands of feet, and landing on the, the ground, land. blowing back everybody and all the cars around you when you land. You just get up and... Fun with off. physics. So it's kind of funny that nobody ever finds that, like... Strange. <laughs> They're all just like, oh, what was that? <laughs> like, you know, I'm kind of freaked out. Yeah. No, really? Oh, man. But you don't live in a video game. No. And that brings us to our first music break. Because we just rambled our way through the tangent, the, the tangent section. Because tangents. It was definitely tangent The tangent time. section mm-hmm. is tangential. Full of tangent goodness. Say the word. Fantastic. My life is complete. That's you. We'll be back right after Adis. You're listening to Casually Hardcore, only on WCRadio.com. Where's my drink? Mama, 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 mama,
on vent, you know, kind of laid back. Oh my god, you noobs! DPS they hands! like to chill out, kick back, relax, raid with my friends. No worries, no, no stress. How is that even possible? I use seven different shades of stupid move out of the fire! It's important to make sure my orders come through loud and clear. I'm a bit, well, shy. I'm not particularly loud or anything. My last vent server was really poor quality. Thank it for heaven's sake! It. How can you be so monumentally freaking terrible? Well, I discovered UGT Ventrilo servers. Amazing quality, great prices, and they're so reliable. It was perfect in every way. I mean, I was a pretty calm guy before, and now I've got even less reasons to worry. Why? Why do I raid with you people? Why not get one of your own? UGTservers.com. That's UGTservers.com. You'll be glad that you did. It's really helped me find my zen, you know? It's not brain surgery, it's just a radio station. Although we do mess with your head from time to time. From Tanaris all the way to Nobregon, this is WOW Radio. That's great actual physical contact! And Casual Hardcore continues live on WOW Radio with all of us and all of you. And Grail has an idea. I do. It's yeah. fine, I'm not sharing. Okay. Bah. Well, that was uh, the Whoa. end of our show. Show over, yeah. Let's, let's go, go to email. Let's go on email. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No. Now, um, one of the things, I, and I think this came up, I'm going to say in the forms under that epic one under our show about the No Longer a Listener. Oh, this that is, thing is still going. I know, and it's actually branched out now into some interesting it, it bears, other topics. It bears no resemblance to the original topic, but yeah. uh, you guys guys all win you know, one internet for... Uh, yeah. Epic thread. So I'm not, yeah, and then I'm not, you know, framing it immediately. I'm not talking about badges or anything no, like no, that. No, no, but one of the things that came up, I believe, in there it was design decision to kind of lift the, pull back the curtain, lift the hood, and they really show you a lot of the background numbers in WoW compared to pretty much any other MMO I've played, mm-hmm. especially going from EverQuest where. It was all smoke and mirrors, and it was really difficult you were not to determine yeah, what these stats did and which ones. Yes. I mean, you had the basics like, okay, I'm a caster. Intelligence is good because my mana pool gets bigger. Right. But that was really all you could understand. Whereas in here, I mean, we have full-out spreadsheets. We have theory crafting. We have RAR. We have, we have what? so many things. Theory crafting? Yeah. We have a new show about that. We have ah. a new show coming on. Well, about it called Just Playing nice. Better. But is that... Is that good, is my question. Does that take away from the discovery, I guess, of the game from a standpoint of if you're coming in, especially when you look at it from a pug standpoint, that everybody kind of expects that you are using these tools. And Mm -hmm. if you happen to just come in and not be aware of all the the outside-the-game tools there to help you out, accessories or or, uh, uh, items that can improve your character, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, it certainly has created a whole new breed of player. Oh, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I mean, we even have a term for them. We call them min-maxers. Right. 
because because yeah, I'm looking at you, Daxa. Um, <laughs> the first step to these are optimizers, right? Yes. Yeah. Because you can access the actual math and figure out two, you know, several decimal places the effect of a, a stat or an enchant or you know, some some movement of the numbers. There are people who just love them some spreadsheet mm-hmm. and will change an enchant for a fractional increase in a stat. Yeah. Because that scares me. That. <laughs> you make Kitty scared. You do. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you hit a point with your gear that you're just like, well, okay, I've pretty much got everything I can get right now. The only thing available is a fraction. The only thing I can do to really improve myself is, yeah, to go from plus eight to all stats on my chest to plus ten on my stats all. Well, well that's I can, I can buy that right. Which I mean, but I mean, when you look at the mac cost, you're like, oh my god, is it really worth it for two stats? Well, yeah, I've, yeah. <laughs> I've witnessed I've witnessed you know dark helmet in our guild changing out. A gem and an enchant for a two DPS increase. Oh sure, and it's like how much did that gem that enchant just cost? But you get to a point where there's no you know until three dot two hits, there's right. nothing better coming. So the only way to to move my character at all is this tiny little increase that I figured out. So I'm going to go for it because right. I want to be the best I can be. But again, so the question though is is, with is that a good EverQuest? Thing? Yeah, was it? Because I mean, I had blissful ignorance on my wizard in EverQuest. I. You know, I knew to stack intelligence, and, and that was it. That was pretty much it. Otherwise, I just blew the crap out of things and then uh, died. So, well, you layer, <laughs> I mean, you layer when you layer complication and when you layer knowledge into the game, you you make the game on some levels more engaging to people. Mm-hmm. You also make it more complicated to play because you do have to know more about what your character's doing, and and you kind of tie into the how much do I know? How much can I do? So. It's. I think it's well, actually intriguing. Do they make it more complicated? I was about to, to ask that. Yeah, because I mean, I've been brainstorming in people who might. Well, they certainly feed. make it more complicated to play than I just think intelligence is good. Well, or intellect is good. But you can have that attitude about a casting class in WoW, and get by. Gwen's raising hand. Yeah, that's how I play the game. Exactly. Pretty much. I mean, I've gotten a little more into it listening to... Yeah, I know. I've well, seen your DPS lately. You're not just pushing buttons anymore. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying that. Yeah, especially last night. I was doing well. I'm not saying that. It's, But I try... I mean, I know people sitting in this room, some of them, who are like, oh, I have to have this add-on, this add-on, this add-on. And I know I'm going a little far afield on this. I, I'm like, okay, let's make this game as simple as possible. Because everything else in my life is complicated. Is complicated. I like, wow, simple, okay, yeah, let's do this. Okay, I want to get this. I've gone a little further into it with some advice from Grail on how to better play my class. So that, But other than that, it's like, all right, okay, I need some more agility. Let's do this. And I try to not get too much far and into it. And stab. Because yeah. otherwise, I'll, my obsessive hobby personality, I'll lose my mind. Well, that's another thing is you know, I've been brainstorming this this other radio show idea about geeks and their hobbies, and what has occurred to me is that some of the favorite hobbies of people in general is are ones that you can get into only as deeply as you like. Right. The other week, a couple weeks ago, we were brewing, uh, brewing beer, right? Brewing yeah. beer, and I was, I was describing it to Grail and Daxa, who hadn't hadn't really seen it done before, and relating to them that this this hobby is only as complicated as you want to make it. There's a baseline mm-hmm. of complication of you boil up ingredients and, and there is specialized and equipment. there's going to be with any hobby, but otherwise uh, you're well, absolutely right. Every hobby is going to have a baseline. Some hobbies are all in or nothing. Right. Well, right. there's like that, yeah. live action role playing. That's kind of an 
you're all the way into it. You you, you buy a, an outfit and you attend a, a a conference of people who are doing that. That's kind of an all in kind yeah. of a hobby. Brewing beer, yeah, you can get into degrees. And I would think that with the current design, this one you can with Wow, you can get as complicated or not as you like and still have fun. Yeah. It was it was just interesting. You were saying, you know, um, live action role play is something that you have to uh, get into, and I'm like, well, I don't know. They give me parts every semester to play UAT, and I don't have to get in costume or anything. Well, is that so, like training role playing? Or we do that, no. We they do LARPs like, on they campus. Do LARPs? They nice. do LARPs on campus oh, every semester. Where she works. And I okay, I work at a big old school for geeks, but yes, um, <laughs> in a happy by way. geeks. For geeks, and I love every second of it. Um, but the interesting part is that it's it, it. I do think there are lots of choices. I mean, there are hobbies like martial arts. You only progress based on the time that you put in. You only mm-hmm. progress based on the effort that you put in. But it doesn't require. I mean, a lot of upfront investment in equipment and things like that. You just have to get your you know your gi and you know things and like that. And you can go on and show up. So the investment's in time and then maybe you the money for the lessons. You won't be invited to promotion testing unless you work to a certain level but they're not right. going to stop you from coming. Exactly. Then right. you know I mean like beer brewing and things like that you can have the this is a starter 150 or $200 investment versus you know, I do this, and I actually have full racks in my, you know, in a, a cool room. Sculpture I have a brew sculpture in, a in my, room house, in my yeah. house. Yeah, the room um, that I keep at sixty-five degrees, even when it's one hundred and sixteen outside. Yeah. And dehumidifier. And- oh, when we moved into this house, just as a segue, I'm sorry. Speaking of hobbies, the guy who owned the house before us, and it was one of the reasons why we bought this house, had a server farm. In, in the, the garage. garage. Yes. In I its own room with its own air conditioning. That wasn't a hobby. That was his business. Yeah, yeah. He ran his business out of his garage. But it was really funny because we were like, hmm. Yeah. There's an absurd number of boxes hanging off the side of this house with all the different data lines he had coming in here. Right. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. The Department of Redundancy Department. Yeah. But I think um, it's, uh, it is a good example as only as complicated as you want it to be. Right. But I mean, let's, I mean, looking at... Like last night, we saw some drops. Some of the guild got different items. And yes. everybody in the guild who got an item was able to relatively fast look at that item, look at what they have, and instantly decide if that was an upgrade or not. Whereas in other games, you tend to get the item and you actually take it and then you use that compared to the other stat or your other item that you're replacing. And you would try it out and see which worked better for you. By trial and there error. There is no trial and error. Pretty much you can look at an item. You'll have your weights for your, your uh, stats or you'll have just a list of what's an upgrade for you. And you can just look at it and go, da 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 nope, not, not what I need. Well, what is it? Because I've seen people... Play with different stats, such as armor penetration. Sure. Versus you know, going shifting from pure attack power um, to the the nemesis. Stop. The switching to stacking armor penetration and realizing, hey, this gives me more of a DPS boost. Who knew? So there's more than one way to achieve the goal. Sure. So you may not be necessarily a snap judgment again. How complicated do you want to be, or what is your chosen? Build right, and yeah, you can make specialty sets, uh, mm-hmm. or say I want to try, you know, having full expertise, and I can see that you're doing that. But if you're just doing general upgrades, mm-hmm. you tend to know really quickly now what is an upgrade and what is not. This is yeah, and yeah, I can tell what's an upgrade now. Yeah, looking at so, and it again, does, I, does it, WoW have more gear than other similar games? I don't remember there being you know. That much stuff. I mean, EQ is 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 a relic, you know, by yeah. today's standards. Uh, yeah. 
So it's hard to compare the two. Sure, definitely. Because, I mean, there wasn't buy none equip or buy oh, none pickup back eventually then. Eventually, Eventually, they got around yeah. to it. Yeah. Uh, it was just gear was gear was gear was gear. Right, right, um, right. Well, if you think about, I mean, City of Heroes didn't really play that way. No. God, it's been a very long different time. mechanic there. Yeah. yeah. They weren't gear-based. No. The Although everyone wanted the cape at level 20. Um, oh, I got my cape. No capes. Oh. <laughs> no capes. No capes. No capes. <laughs> I couldn't fly, so it was okay for me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, I, I played a, a completely a brawler class, you know, named after the main character from Matt Wagner's Mage. So he he would never wear a cape. The, the person he was based on, Kevin Matchstick, would never wear a cape. So even if I got a cape, I would never have equipped it because it would have been out of character. But that was back in the day. <sighs> nostalgia. Okay, nostalgia over. <laughs> the, uh, well, actually, City Heroes may be a good example, though, of the opposite end of the spectrum of simplicity. Yeah. Oh, I would. Well, I, it was simplistic in terms of you only had one thing to really worry about, to which was power enhancements. But they gave you all the background math. Yeah. If you and recall, there were, there you mouse the, over it. Would tell you trees. Exactly what you would get out of that. I mean, down to almost the pure formula that it would show you for it. So I think it had the hood off mentality as well. It's just you didn't have, to me, as much to worry about. Uh, in terms of gear, because right. there just wasn't as it's much. It's a more simplistic model, yeah. but they still lifted the hood for you and said, here's right. exactly how it works. Right, right, right. So, well, which is better? I, I mean, I I'm know. so used to the hood off mentality yeah. that I can't envision another way of doing it anymore. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I mean, the hood close mentality you know, says console to me, where you know, a console game by its very nature is going to be a smaller scope. Um, unless you're talking about you know, the console version of Final Fantasy XI, which, hey, was an MMO, because you played the same damn game. But yeah. I think that's I, I'd rather like the, the yeah. complexity, because, again, it's, it's only as complicated as I feel like being today. Okay. Well, that's a good, good look I, I get it. I get into it to varying degrees, depending on the amount of time I have available, my mood. Um, you know, I recently went through a, a spate of building you know, the PvP gear set. And that's kind of a simplistic view, is does it have resilience on it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the, the PvP gear is really served up to you. Uh, here's a very small selection of things. Oh, and sure. you, you start with the blue versions. You get the Tier 1 purple version. You yeah. go to the Tier 2 purple yes, versions. And it's banded out for you. Exactly. So. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, Merciless, Furious. You know, Here's the levels. Yeah. You want the higher you can get and end of story. But I think in terms of that, I, I think that's definitely by choice because they are, their idea is people that are PvPing are doing that to PvP. They right. don't really give a damn about the gear. They, I mean, obviously, they want to get the upgrades, mm-hmm. but they don't want to. Their, their focus is doing. They want to the spend PvP. time having yeah. the theory craft their gear. They want right. to go hop in another battleground after visiting the vendor and getting their item, enchanting, and exactly. hopping back in. Exactly. So yeah, it was definitely a more simplistic gear build than uh, my PVE sets. Um, and you know, playing the druid, it's always interesting because I have the the multiple sets to worry mm-hmm. about. Um, but again, it's pretty clearly delineated. I mean, bear, high armor, high stamina is kind of the, the screams bear leather gear to me. High agility, high attack power says cat. And spell power with, I, know, I, I tend to go for crit for healing. Yeah, I mean, the, the spell power delineation is usually, does it have mana per five? That's healing. Does it have hit, uh, you know, plus to hit rating? Mm-hmm. That's DPS. And to me, if it's, if it's crit or MP5, it's healing gear because... Crit heals are wonderful things. Yeah, yeah crit you can go either way with. Yeah. I'm a big believer in the crit because yeah. now my life bloom ticks can crit. So it's like crit. Nice. Crit. crit. Cool. I need to heal him again. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Though I look like a complete dweeb in my healing gear, which is why I like to be in tree form, because nice. don't look at my gear. Yeah. Yeah, well. It's, it's the whole skinny legs, big shoulders thing. It's like, no, nah, it's all wrong. That ain't right. You got turkey legs? I got turkey legs in that Chicken year. legs? Mm-hmm. So we also saw, I mean, I was reading an article about a game called Jade Dynasty that they're bringing over, which is a micropayment game that has... The whole game is set up around the fact you can use bots, you can script things out, you get experience while you're not playing, and the micropayments are basically you can buy like buffs to your character, and that's how they fund the game. And it's coming, I think it's it's either China or Korea is where the game originated, but they're going to bring it over to the States and see how it does. And I mean, it's interesting because it's a game built around Botting. what Wild would consider cheating. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're not someone who can write code... And bot really well. How is that game possibly going to be fun for you? Well, is, I mean, is, is you figure people based? are gonna are gonna uh, they're gonna pr- build, build bots and, and yeah. stuff for you, just like mod. It's gonna does be stuff. it's okay. gonna be a script kitty kind of world, right? Yeah. Which I mean, a lot of the mods we have right now, you could almost argue they are. That's what they're. Oh, there doing. are people what who say using that is cheating. Does. Yeah. You know, they're the what? people who definitely hold the opinion of using something like deadly boss mobs or big wigs mm-hmm. is is cheating. Omen. You should you should be paying attention. Right. Um, but even even functionality like Omen is built right into the game now. I mean, there's a right. threat meter that is built into the base interface that even some people think, oh, it makes it too easy. <laughs> well, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier is it makes the game playable on so many different levels of right. whether how into it are you. And we've talked before about with Wrath, they really spread out the difficulty of instancing from to below a level of skill of what it used to be for a, a basic instance. A heroic now basically occupies the space that a regular instance used to. And then yeah. entry-level 10-man raiding is now the, you know, the equivalent to running heroics in the old world. So they're definitely trying to spread out and make it appeal to a wider uh, a wider crowd of oh, people. Oh, sure. I mean, it, you know, for better or worse, I don't want to debate on the Yeah, it's totally separate. But, debate. I mean, they've made it so that, you know, in a guild of whatever we have, but I mean, not able to field 25-man content, mm-hmm. I'm in almost pure 25-man gear because other, you know, it's really easy to right. step in with another guild or even in some cases just a pickup group yep. of 25 people and, and go through a Yeah, I a haven't raid. quite gotten that far yet, but I'm getting there. But it seems to me like the different levels of, of running instances are tuned for the different kinds of players. Basically, a player who's not even aware of how to properly gear their character. Mm-hmm. Doesn't understand a shoulder enchant, a head enchant, or enchants, or, or gemming properly at all. A team of that kind of player who's really in the game occasionally, kind yeah. of plays around, can go into a regular instance, feel challenged, and succeed. Right. A heroic requires maybe a little bit more. They've got this, this level isn't gemming properly, but has figured out to grind their rep for shoulder enchants and head enchants. And knows how to has a good enchanter in their guild that is filling in the spots. Mm-hmm. And it's taking care of them. And then going into a ten man raid, people have pretty much figured out this whole okay, these numbers mean something, and the various classes are learning or know better how to stack what to make themselves more effective. So there's content in there for all those levels of involvement. Right. Couldn't care less or don't understand the mechanics, starting to get a grip on it. You run into heroics and really starting to understand it. You begin your raiding and maybe move on into to twenty five man. Oh, but that's their model. I it mean, seems to be working. That's definitely the model that they're they're using. But that's totally different from what you're talking about with the Jade uh, Dynasty. Jade Dynasty. Dynasty. Yeah. 
game, which you'd commented before the show started when we were talking about topics, you'd said it's kind of the difference between closed source and open source. Right. And it, it, it does take a different um, actual culture and a different environment to engage in open source. Um, and so you think about, well, what would open source gaming look like? And it is closer to what you're talking about. It's like free, you know, here's the baseline game. Now change it how you want. So you want to add pieces over here, and it could be everything. I mean, if you were really talking open source development, it could be everything from I'm going to add this entire city or continent or something like that, and I'm going to actually design environment sure. to I'm going to design the programming and the mods to I'm going to add capacity and capability to different classes of characters to I'm going to add a whole new class of character to the game. Mm-hmm. And It would be wildly so, difficult to control that. It would, oh, and yeah. so you'd have to think about... but. Here's the thing is that with open source, what they do is they don't look at um, the the business model for open source isn't how do you keep people paying a subscription fee to get my content? It's how do I maintain service and charge you for the service I do to make your content work well, to, for, to give you the ability to share your content with others. And that yep. would be a server fee. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, exactly. I'm going to join this server, which has different capacities than the other servers, and it's going to actually cost me this kind of dollar amount to do that. We do have a a comment from the Black Boy that's, and I haven't played this, but Second Life is supposedly open source. Yeah, Second Life is completely open source from the standpoint of you can create in-game items within guidelines. Uh Um, But Second Life is not a game, per se. There's no goal. It's just a place you go to. Be. Second Life is just an environment. So, like, I, you see universities hosting classes in Second Life. You see um, people putting up museums in Second Life. I mean, it really is supposed to be Second Life. And yeah, Linden Labs created just a universe with no preset goals in it, hmm. other than the, and you know, not unlike life, the, the creation or uh, consumption of wealth, um, which you can then use to do things like, you know, buy islands and. And exist, right. but there's, there's no you know, there's no bosses to go after. There's no quests to complete. It is simply you go in there and you try and sell things to other people, make yourself look a, a particular way. You interact. It's all about just socializing in a virtual space. Do you ever just a slight little tangent on the Second Life? Have you ever watched The Office? No. Oh God, they have this character oh. D- Dwight on Dwight. there. Yes. I've seen <laughs> he's this like, one, yes. he's like, I, I, my second life is exactly like me. I am a paper salesman. I, he looks exactly like him. He made he does, his, himself he made exactly himself, the same. He's like, I do everything. I go to my job, except I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> this little guy flies off. His only, <laughs> yeah, his only thing is like, <laughs> but I can fly. I can fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although there was a later Office episode where he made a Second Life character for his Second Life character. Oh, jeez. <laughs> because his Second Life character was very unhappy <laughs> over something that had happened and needed to escape. Oh, and man. were created. It was... Now we're into the realm of the 13th floor. That's it was, fantastic. It was pretty funny. But right. I do think that that you know there are, if you could establish some ground rules on a universe mm-hmm. and could establish some you know a business model that would work I think that you could really have a lot of fun with user created content in yeah. you know in a gaming environment so establish maybe basic storyline elements um, or the basic universe of World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. and then let people play, let people create their own servers, well, let people. Well, there's create a long their tradition own. of that. I mean, the old multi-user dungeons mm-hmm. were uh-huh. text-based, but they were user-created content. Neverwinter Nights 
Sure. Gave you the ability to make your own D&D-style adventures and right. share them. Um, I would never have been wildly successful, but... Star Wars Galaxies, when it first came out, had all the scripting in there. I mean, you had player-made cities, almost, of folks owning houses. I have a friend who's up, a mayor of a town in up, uh, you know, Star Wars Galaxies. Like has now, his town meeting every Sunday night. It, but okay. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I mean, that that has existed in various EVE Online forms. is also player-driven. Oh, yeah. That's usually that's story wise. Yeah, hundred percent player driven. Yeah, yeah. From what it's at least from Eve Online, how to backstab one hundred and one. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the exercise in spreadsheets one hundred and one. Spreadsheets in that space. Too. That too. I mean, it's that. Yeah. I played that game for a while, and it's very, very, very pretty. The problem is you have to join a conglomerate. Yeah, it's so the only way to survive guild, in that game because I was running as a courier and I had a very small, very fast ship. Yeah. But I could run courier missions and deliveries and stuff like that. And you'd have conglomerates, player-driven conglomerates, take over warp points and kill everything. And I had, I took a job for some guy and went out to a thing and went to the space station and tried to dock the space station and found out it was an enemy space station. For this one guild and guild only, and I got blown up outside the space station, and the guy asked me, well, why couldn't you deliver this? And I said, because I couldn't dock with your damn space station, that's why, and, you blew, and your guys blew my ship up. Oh. When I, and the lesson that was learned was that that was only for people, that mission was only for people who were in that conglomerate, but it was one of those things where it's like, well, if that's the case, then you shouldn't be putting this out on the open market like this. Yeah. I, I quit playing Thanks that game because I got so frustrated because yeah. I, it was just the level of animosity, meanness, for lack of a, a better word that doesn't really exist, was over the top. And I was like, I this isn't, f the bottom line was it wasn't fun because I was getting frustrated because every every five days or so, once a week, I was having to completely rebuild my ship. Right. And I had no money for that. And I was yeah. like, okay, done. I, forget it. I'm done. This is, I mean, yeah. that's why I'm looking forward to some of this space driven stuff like the Star Wars game that's coming out or Warhammer 40K that I keep going on about because that interests me. I'd love to play something futuristic mm -hmm. like that. But everyone that I've seen so far has done meh. Meh, yeah. exactly, pretty yeah. much so. Well, I mean, reining it back into, wow. I mean, this this even relates to our own experiences. I mean, I remember racing you on Grail to 60. Right. And looking back at how I played that hunter, I was still clueless. I had no idea how, how what to what stats to stack. Oh, I was wearing shaman mail because it was a random world epic drop, and oh, wow, purple pixels, got to wear that. Yep. Um, it was the... You know, ice something or other mail. Um, oh yeah, ice thorn. Ice mail jerkin or something. Ice mail jerkin. Yeah. Ice mail jerkin. Got a random drop in hinterland. Like holy crap! It's oh, my oh, Must equip. <laughs> got to sixty without incident, without really instancing Quickly, all that. Yeah, much. we. Oh, just pure force of will. I mean, just grinding in plague lands. Like kill, kill, must kill. And the game. I was. I was entertained. I had a great time. Yeah. It was fun racing. Yep. Doing it. Now, now, from, from my now increased understanding of the mechanics of the game, you know, doing it laughably wrong. Yeah. For those of you who Does are curious, by the fun? way, Grail won. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> For Was that a question? <laughs> I am a god, he says. Yeah. Four hours, but he still won. <sighs> Should have stayed home from work. Anyway, <laughs> like someone else did. <laughs> like I didn't someone stay home else from work. did. Lies. I just banged it out. Mm-hmm. Old school 
grinding eastern plague lands, as yes. I recall, because there was no questing. Was done we, th- we, yeah. we hadn't really yeah. figured out instances it at that point. It sucked. Uh, yeah, it did suck. Yeah, I don't ever want to do that again. No. But, you know, the fact that I was doing it totally wrong oh, yeah. doesn't take away the fact that I had a great time doing it. No, no. I mean, it, like, like I said, that kind of, you know, bringing the whole <laughs> thing back, you had no, you know, ignorance was kind of bliss at that point. Yeah. And... You know, now that we kind of know that this is all there, you can never go back. You can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. Yeah. You know, you, any character you start now, you know the path now. You know what you're supposed to get for them. You know how to find out what you're supposed to do if it's a class you've never done before. And, you know, that that discovery part is kind of gone. And, there, and there's yeah. an argument out there between are we breeding smarter characters or are we breeding stupider characters? Right. Players, I should say. Yeah. I was going to say, the characters, I think, are what we tell them to be. I think that really kind of depends. I think that if you're, in the case of us, players that have been in this since launch, originally, I think you could make the argument that you're building smarter character, smarter players. If you're talking about the people who... Some of them, not all of them. I realize I'm making generalizations here, yes. and I'm going to piss angry people emails off. Again. Yeah, some of them. Uh, obviously, there are exceptions to every rule. But if you're talking about just the people that have come on since Wrath of the Lich King, in some cases, the way they have the game structured, I would make the argument that they're making dumber car- dumber players. And I would argue that they were going to be that dumb no matter what, because people are people. Right, because people are people now. Some of the players people that have been playing since Inception dumb have never bridge. gotten a clue. If everybody's dumb, then nobody's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, true. my God. Have you guys ever seen the movie Idiocracy? Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, got to see it if you haven't seen it. Well, we're over time here, yeah. so let's go to our last so music break. We'll fries with up. that. <laughs> you want fries with that? So. With, I wore the jerkin and ate the gherkin. This from Deandro. Yummy. Thank you for sharing. And we'll be back right after this musical interlude. You're listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Radio, and we'll pick this up in just a minute. Bye-bye. Digitally mastered and completely downloadable. It's the really hyperactive and totally interactive WOW Radio. WCRadio.com This was a triumph Making a note here, huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Aperture science. We do what we must because we can. For the good of all of us, except the ones who are dead. But there's no sense crying over every mistake You just keep on trying till you run out of cake And the science gets done and you make a neat gun For the people who are still alive Fire. 
prefer to stay inside. Maybe you'll find someone else to help you. Maybe Black Mesa. That was a joke. Congratulations, you're a winner! Woohoo! What did I win? You've won a chance to listen to WOW Radio! Alright, I've always wanted a chance to listen to WOW Radio! Thanks, man, you're the best! WOW Radio Woo! You have 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. And Casually Hardcore continues live on WOW Radio, and remember, there's no pimping in WOW. None. None. Nope, found that definitely. Out. Yeah, yeah. Just interesting stories in the IRC today. Yes. Why we have this knowledge. This is why people uh, need to join the IRC. Because you learn things that... Why there's no pimping. Sometimes you wish you'd never can, learn. Things that have been read cannot yeah. be unread. Um, I have a quick shout-out since we're in that segment. Hit it. Um, Fubarius would like me to shout-out to um, his daughters, Lily and Ivy, and his wife, Sharon. So, shout-out so given... Yay. Shout out to Sharon in the garden. Sharon in the garden, Lily and Ivy. Yes, yes. there you go. Um, and yeah, that was a scary story. Bow, chicka, bow, um, bow. Yeechee. Wow. Every now and then it and sounds then there like was a counting in Japanese. Yeah. Uh, let me, I would also <laughs> do the shout out to the people who came to the dance party small group today. Hit it. Um, Kitatonic. Pusar is here. Yay. Um, uh, let's see. Who is that? Jack Miraculous. Deandro. Cool. Gunhilda, Kaul, I believe, Yeo, Levelana, Nush Kildare, Lineth, um, Darth Lineth, Fubarius, of course, uh, Blakey, and then uh, Moogie and Barry VA are here. Now, also, I would like to give a shout-out to um, a level one gnome that ran up to us and danced with us for a little while, um, whose name was Bacon Gnome. (laughs) Um... So definitely been listening to the show. Everything's Congratulations better with bacon. There. Uh, pork fat rules. Mm. All right. So other things we've got going on? There's a quick one from our discussion last week. Listening to the podcast on Monday morning, sadly, the entire Anixia keychain, including Jailbreak, has been removed from the game. <gasps> Leveling a new priest from zero and a shock to find no Dragonkin Menace quest uh, at Morgan's Vigil, which essentially leaves nothing to do in the burning steps. Gwen is now safe. That yeah. from... Baldoof, level 80 paladin, guildmaster of radical fairies on Suramar, U.S. Yeah, I'm kind of sad that the whole chain went. Not really shedding a tear over jail yeah. being gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like losing a piece of history, though. Painful it history, is. but it history. Is. They should put a little monument in there. It is. Well, I mean, it's funny. You know, you know real briefly, we always talk about EQ. And, I mean, I still I look back at it really fondly in certain memories. But I know I'm also... 
blotting out the horrible parts of that game Unding. a lot. So, Undinging. Yeah. So, I mean, everything Oof. is that way. Oh, what, EverQuest? Yeah. 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 Losing a level. levels. Yes. So no. You think of how often you die in WoW. Oh, and how little you tried to die. Yeah, how many you. times I died how last cautiously night. We played. Oh yeah. If we didn't well, violently like... overpower the opposition, we didn't do it. <laughs> but you know, honestly, maybe that bred better players. True. Well, um, it certainly bred more cautious players. <laughs> that's for sure. I have, uh, <laughs> I have one. I have an email. If you're interested, or maybe. are there others nah, in the queue? We're gonna skip that this time. Mm-hmm. We're done. No, no more emails. No. All right. We're just night, gonna night. Say. Um, This is called Grail's Achievement. To see ya. Hey, CH crew. I'm a longtime listener, first-time writer, and on-and-off WoW player since its release. I went through all the types of play styles from hardcore raider and vanilla, casual player in the Burning Crusade, and finally I got only my paladin to AD in Wrath and stopped last April in order to make time for real life, graduating university and getting my first job. Important. Shout out to you, by the way. Um, I've always listened to all the great shows on WC Radio, and Casually Hardcore is definitely one of those shows. To pass some time, I started playing Guild Wars again last week, from the beginning, since I had all the games and never got into it when WoW was in my life. But now I'm really enjoying it. In this game, I discovered something just for Grail. If you manage to get five titles in Guild Wars, gotten through various means, like exploring the world, identifying rare items, completing missions, etc., you can unlock the special title for your character. Kind of a big deal. I immediately thought of you guys and Grail when I saw this, so if ever you decide to go for it, please contact me in-game. I've played Guild Wars, my character does have that title. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's about as far and as I got. And this is from Did you really? Yeah. I Seriously, I played it for when it first came no, out. This is a kind of... A, we have a mutual friend who really? plays that as well. Oh, okay. I haven't played for years, really. Yeah, but. and he he wouldn't... He doesn't play WoW because it looks too cartoony. Hey, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I've heard that before. <coughs> so, yeah. But, uh... Now, power Gamer. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Numbers aren't cartoony. As she, <laughs> as she covers her mouth while she laughs. Yeah. All right. I got uh, one that I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but this is a few questions. Um, casual hardcore members love the show. Want to ask you a few questions. He just picked up the Arthas novel. Uh, thought it was great. He's read all the books. Um, and question is, if anybody and we've been asked this somewhat before, but any, have we read the Warcraft books like Day of the Dragon or the Ancients? I'm about to begin. Actually, I, finally, I was looking for my next series to read, and yeah. I'm going to do some WoW. I think I've read all of them except for the Arthas book. Actually, I think that's where I'm at. And I'm guessing the other two have not read any, so <laughs> no. Move on from that I question. Started, I started. I started them all. I would like to borrow them. Sure. I, I started yeah, to I and realized I didn't like them very much and stopped. Give War of the Ancients a try. You'll like that a lot. Uh, secondly, he picked up after reading that. He picked up Warcraft three again. Uh, was asking, and then he ended up having Warcraft two. Have any of us ever played the original Warcraft games? Yes. The original Warcraft game yes. over a modem. Yeah. Yes. And, and serial connections. Two mini land parties yes. of Warcraft 2. Um, I love the Navy in Warcraft yes. Oh, yeah. Two. You were. I yeah, love the, the water Admiral. Maps. Well, that's, yeah. that's like uh, some of the speculation for the Cataclysm expansion that everyone is speculating will be the next one will involve the Maelstrom. Yeah. And uh, naval combat. That'd be interesting. Well, th- to me, it strikes me as, as some really cool adaptation of their vehicle mechanic of you have one guy at the helm steering, and then people at various stations throughout yeah. the ship firing different weapons or doing different jobs, and then going broadside. Boarding uh, action. Would be boarding action, cool. exactly. Harpoon the other mast and swing over. 
There's potential pirate there. Pirate hero class. Pirate hero class. No, only oh, the, the only people who can helm the ship are people who who have the blood sail admiral's hat. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. The destruction that would rain upon Booty Bay at that point. I will exactly. I'll be a cabin right. boy then. Um, Nemesis is really starting to lose it, yep. so I'm gonna. Um, Go ten. Yes. Go, go run containment for us. Yes, I will go run containment. Thank you, everyone, very much. Thank you for throwing yourself upon the grenade. Yes, that is our uh, child. The nemesis grenade. See you all in a little while. Grenade. So the last, the last part of the email is with BlizzCon, uh, you know, coming up. Interested to see uh, what's going on with StarCraft Two and Diablo Three. Are any of us interested in trying those out? Diablo Three, hell yes. StarCraft Two, not as much, but I've kind of for some reason lost my interest in real RTSs. Oh, by the way, before I, I leave, I'm going to go up Sorry, and jump in the, jump in the flames. Nope. I've done the... Uh, I should never... I, I, in my intention, if time permits, is to do, you know, play a lot of Diablo 2, because as you, as you have ridiculed me for before, I've never really played Diablo. So I haven't either. <sighs> yeah, shaking his head. Now, uh, I haven't played Diablo either, and I need to. Some, strangely enough, I get the same reaction out of people when I say, no, I haven't seen that movie. Well, it's like you're saying, I haven't seen Star Wars. You know, well, I've heard it's good from you know people that are into that. I'm kind of into fi- fantasy and sci-fi, but I don't watch Star Wars. It's like, I'm into gaming. I like Blizzard. I do a show about a Blizzard game, but never really played Diablo. It's only one oh, of the look, major. we'll get there, okay. <laughs> we haven't played StarCraft either. Oh, yes, I have. Oh, okay, yeah. You played, okay, you played StarCraft. <laughs> I haven't played StarCraft. Everybody I have played really... StarCraft to the level of violence against right, other people in the right. room. <laughs> Right, yeah, we've played a lot of StarCraft. Bleepity bleep, Zergling Rush, learn to play for real, you idiot! Are you How many carriers can you build? Are you kidding me? All of them, all of them. (laughs) Yeah, I remember saying that. Uh, You're required to spawn more overlords. It was like a solid layer of ships. You couldn't see water, it was just ships all the way across. Come on in! Pretty much, yeah. All right, I've got an email. Hit it. This, I think, is going to generate some interesting discussion. It's titled Sweet Revenge, or, or is, is it? it? Hey, CH crew, I was recently in a pug for VOA 25 raid when we got to MLN, our tank disconnected, and everyone got bored since we couldn't kill the boss. I was bored too, so I started spamming slash doom on the boss. People were somewhat annoyed by that, but I kept going. Eventually, they kicked me from the raid, and I got the, you are not in this instance group, you will be teleported in 59 seconds. Because you were spamming! I was annoyed by this, since I didn't spam slash doom that much, only 10 times? Question mark? So I wait there for 55 seconds. When there was 3 seconds left, I threw, threw my AoE right under the boss. The boss hackers me, I teleport outside, and the boss kills the raid. Got my revenge on them, but I think I lost my reputation on the server. No, really? Also, a shout-out to my friend for dinging 50, and a shout-out, this explains everything in my opinion, a shout-out to me for dinging 14 in real life two days ago, yay. Zevarak, level 80, undead, DK, Korgal, EU. Mystery solved. Dude, you need to grow up. He's 14. I realize I'm saying this to a 14-year-old. Yeah, your reputation, at least with that guild, is trashed, and it will spread like wildfire... I'm willing to Not believe. only that, but way to promote the stereotypes about Death Knights. Yes. 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 Pretty much that's what and you managed to achieve. 14-year-old. And that, too, yeah. So you've 
you know, besmirched your age, yes. your class. I hesitated before <laughs> reading this because I really didn't want to give it the airtime, but then I thought, no. You let's have use, brought shame let's, upon your class. Let's use this to illustrate a point. It's a good object lesson. It is. Yes. There's this. Mm. Don't do this. Yeah. Yes. So. <sighs> Next. Oh, me? Yeah, you. Okay, fine. I have just a quick shout-out here from... Dun-dun-dun. It just says, Corey. Can I please give a shout-out to my guildmaster, Caliber, for being a great tank and a great friend. Thanks very much for reading this, and thank you for a great show. That from Corey. I don't know what from which server. So we will assign you to Mazragos EU, just because I say so. That sounds good. <laughs> Sweet. All right. All right, right don't provide you us go. Have you got one? Because otherwise I've got another one. Uh, no, go ahead. Okay. I said I wasn't going to read this earlier, but I'm going to read it now. <laughs> they all Never. know which one this you is. This is like a rug. Like this is, a rug. No, I did not lie like a rug. I changed my mind. Uh, all right. Casually, casually tier 9, alts, and achievement <laughs> linking, and a special question for Gwen. You go, boy. That I'm sure I'm going to regret. Dear CH Crew, I was wondering <laughs> if with the addition of the ability to get a full set of tier 9 from the Argent Coliseum and 25-man quality weapons with VOA time investment... If you think it will improve a casual's amount of quality play by making all content accessible by meeting the gear benchmark. Also, if you feel this will put the members of the casual community in a better position to pull the more time-challenged members of your crew through the earlier Wrath content, such as Max, Nax, and Aljuar 1025. For that particular one, yes, because you'll have better gear with which to do it. Also, I have recently had a very difficult time leveling a Pally tank alt due to lack of heroics and 10-man Nax being run including being required to link achievements to be per- permitted to join a raid slash five-man. In asterisks, quite possibly the most foolish and unfair practice in the game at the moment, in my opinion. His, not mine. This makes it almost impossible right now for someone to get into a 25-man content due to shameless elitism. I would have to agree. Yep. I understand that Bleeding Edge Hardcores don't want anyone but them seeing endgame content. Oh, well, I pay my 15 bucks a month, too. But that attitude is shutting out not only bad players, but also good players trying to level alts. Love the show. It's one of my favorite things to do while endlessly, endlessly grinding AT dailies. Oh, and Gwen, I was wondering if it was hard to be a Michigan football fan when they get beat by AA football teams like Appalachian State and haven't beat the Ohio State University since November 22nd of 2003. Not that he's counting or anything. Uh-huh. Wow, your alliance of rogue and a Michigan football, a uh, Michigan fan, all of my favorite things. How do you, do you by chance like Sarah Palin too? LOL, go Bucks. This is from Best Witches CH Crew, Tormentale. Blood Elven, Arcane Mage, Draenor U.S., senior at The Ohio State University. All I have to say to you, Tormentale, is, gee, who's been in the national championship game, what, two out of the last four years, and choked mm-hmm. badly, gotten smoked, not even close. Yes, we got beat by Appalachian State. It happens. Just wait. It will happen to you, too. <laughs> and I will be more than happy to send you an email about it, because I'm going to save this email. <laughs> I am. Oh, yeah, it's on. Totally on. <laughs> I'm really surprised he didn't make mention of Alliance. I mean, that's such an easy shot to take. Low hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, there's no challenge in that. At, least he, went, at least he went to Michigan I mean, football. I, I, well, you know, because I could go with the Browns and, you know. Yeah. Hey, the Bengals. Lions had a perfect season last year. How that's many true. other teams can say that? Record setting? They did. And no, I do not like Sarah Palin, just for the record. Earlier, <laughs> another, just comment on what he said earlier about you know getting a full set of Tier 9 from the Argent Coliseum and 25-man quality weapons from VOA. Um, you really have to already be really well geared to yes. be able to go after the the tier nine content 
basically you have to be old R twenty five geared to yes. pull off the tier nine Argent Coliseum. So that argument doesn't really hold water there. Yeah. Because you, you, you have to already have been raiding. You can't just gear someone straight to it unless the other right. 24 people are carrying the one. Which, that happens. Which if you're, oh, yeah. Especially, which, if which it's a 20, especially if it's a solid guild raid and there's right. no, and there's there's no ads a new or there's no pugs person. in there. But just your average casual person is not going to fit into that mold. No. I also have seen the argument made of, well, you, you have access to the entire set of Tier 9 gear from the badges you can get from the Heroic Daily and the regular Daily. Literally, by the time you had enough badges for the full set, the next expansion or the next big patch will be right. here. So that's not a valid argument. Yeah, I just, I just realized that I can get the Tier 8 chest. I need four more heroic badges. Mm-hmm. And I can get it. For the Conquest badges or... or no. The, the, that's Tier 7, then. Or Tier 7, yeah. yeah. It's still an upgrade over what I've got. Sure. Now, the badge system works for certain slots. But, because it was... Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, badge, the badges of Triumph that will drop you know, from... The Colosseum and from the regular daily and heroic daily um, in 3.2 can be spent on any piece of the tier 9 gear, mm-hmm. but it's, I think the smallest piece costs 60. Right. Yeah. Um, so it'll take a while. It's going to take a very, if you're, all you're doing is that three badge a day, you know, trickle, uh, going to be it's a little while. It's going to take a while, yeah. But, and you, you know, religiously every day. Yeah. So as long as they then, you know, around that. 60 to 90 days have new content packs. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, anyone who argues the, you know, they're giving people who don't raid the entire tier 9 set, anyone who puts that argument, I just stop reading because it's completely invalid. TLDR. Yep. As always, much. I'm not cheap, but I can be bought, so if you mention Vikings and Black Void, you get a shout-out. So, shout-out <laughs> to Soul. <laughs> um, but back to email. This one, unfortunately, Io has left the room, but nope. this was uh, Latin Mythology and Thanks. Hi, CH Crew. Fairly new listener. I've been listening to a lot of the archives, and I'm really enjoying the show and don't have very much time to play. On the Latin section of the email, I would like a shout-out to myself and my friend who are going to a national Latin convention competition this week. Wish me luck and safe trip. Luck and trip. Uh, as I was listening to the archives, I heard that Iolite was very inf- interested in mythology. I happen to be competing in mythology at nationals as well. Just wondering who your favorite god slash heroes in Greek or Roman mythology is. And thanks for the great show. After listening to the show, I got my friend into WoW through Refer a Friend, and now I'm leveling a druid on the Azure Mist Realm. And this is from Izakitty, currently a level 30 druid. He's a kitty. I don't know if I've ever given much thought to my favorite god or hero from mythology. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. I took span I took Spanish I took Spanish in high school. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to I mean nope, my, my always Dionysus, Lord, God of wine and revelry. Oh yeah, that'll work. I'll go from I'm good with senior that. warrior princess uh, Calypso was hot. So I'll go with her. <laughs> <laughs> Calisto, Calisto. Calisto. whatever. See, I mean, she the has hot a blonde. She you. has a name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So anyway, so anyway, that's the email. <laughs> wow, that totally devolved. Dexter, do you have a paper god or goddess? Um, uh, no, I like them all. I'm very into yeah. I'm all about. I mean, I had to pick from those pantheons, but I'm more of a Norse kind of. Yeah. A, yeah. Norse I think you can include them in there, though. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're all stag the voluminous. There's most of them are all the yeah, They're pretty hardcore. The Norse ones are neat with the with the wolves. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I like their stories. It's more about stories than it is the actual persons, persons, Person. right? Yeah. Right. Very cool. Good stories. Did we read Baron Wow? No, I don't no, think we go did. Ahead. Head on. 
Beer and Wow, there must be a corollary. One of my WoW buddies, Akiho on Daromir, and I, Iggy Stardust on Daromir, make homebrew as well. I really sympathize with Gwenora as I have hobby ADD. My problem has a name. <laughs> I have a house and garage. You're not alone. Yeah, no. I have a house and garage full of gear all bought for my ob- obsessive hobby of the month. I have actually heard that phrase before. Mm-hmm. I am so glad that I have an accepting wife between WoW hobbies and my need to know everything about everything. She has to be. I love her, and she's very pretty, but does not play WoW. I can't complain, though, because she is truly epic. Uh, this is from Iggy Stardust, I- Iggy Popper. I'm sorry. Iggy Stardust, Iggy Popper, and Danger Girl on Daromir, and Iggy, Iggly Wiggly, Ignipotent, Ignominious, and Iguanodon on Bronzebeard. You think there's a theme going on here? Nah. Hi, I'm Iggy, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Thank you for the email. Nice. <laughs> exactly. Chicks love a guy who can squeak. <laughs> Built in squeaky toy. What language toy? is that? That is not French. I speak French. Ah, <laughs> uh, classic radio. Oh boy. All right, here's one. So this is really mainly for Sky, since I don't do Druidy help. Hit me. But anyways, hi, yes, people who make our Sunday's morning a weekly tradition. To explain, every Sunday my fiancé and I make Sunday brekkies. I have no idea what the hell Breakfast. that is. Breakfast. It's um, a UK No, thing. but it's then it's in parentheses. Every other week he makes pancakes or I make French toast. Okay, good. And load up the Warcraft and listen to your show. So that's great. And here's the question. Yesterday, I took my 80s resto druid into his very her very first raid. I came in last on the heal list. I'm used to be at the top of the heal list with my ultra elite priest. And I suspect a lot of this has to do with the fact that my poor tree girl is undergeared. But I was also very unsure and sometimes confused with my spell rotation. What spell rotations do y'all use when you're doing an instance and in a raid? What do you concentrate on? And how do you keep everyone healed up when wild growth, which is the only group heal that I know of, is on cooldown. Thanks for the help. I've tried asking my in-guild, but people just say, oh, I'm not a very good healer, which doesn't help very <laughs> Gee, <you think laughs> at all. That, not, I mean that it doesn't help, not yeah. that you're not a good healer. Gear. Well, I think I think they're saying he's the people you ask go, I right. suck too, so <laughs> don't ask me. Oh, okay. I all think right. that's what right, But this is from, real quick, from Fifi. Ah, Casmodine. Um Gear, as, as I mean, WoW is a gear game, so gear is going to affect you hugely. Um, Rotation-wise, I use kind of a non-standard one. I'll stack Life Bloom's uh, Regeneration, and um, I don't use Regrowth very often. Um, It ticks for a very long time, has the big front-end heal. I'm a big preventive healer. I'll stack up stuff on people and have it tick during damage, um, focusing on the... It depends on what your role in the raid is. Are you assigned to a tank? Then heal that tank. And if I'm doing raid healing versus a small number of target healing, my technique changes. Raid healing, I'm just throwing life blooms all over the damn place when people show the slightest bit of damage. So, and with the new mechanic on life bloom, refending, refending, refunding mana mm-hmm. when it expires and does its bomb heal... Um, throwing a lot of life blooms around shortly thereafter, you'll have a big chunk of mana returning to you. Right. Um, so raid healing, life bloom is your friend. And if you see someone who's, who's getting hit harder, get a, a regrowth on the, excuse me, a, a rejuvenation on them because then you can 
hit them with swift mend if things get critical on them. Right. Um, single target or small number of target healings, I stack three life blooms. A, I'll usually do one life bloom to get it going, get rejuve on them, finish off the life blooms, uh, wild growth them if it's getting bad, um, swift mend on standby. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, nature's swiftness healing touch as my emergency button of, oh my god, they're going to die. Right. If, especially if Swiftman is on cooldown. Right, right. Um, there is the other multiple group heal, which is Tranquility. Right. To me, that's my oh crap button. Yeah. Because it ticks for huge amounts, heals everybody around you. Um, if you have the luxury of it's not, you know, people are critically about to die, throw, um, what's it called? Barkskin on yourself so you don't get interrupted. And don't get pushback on your, your channeling of Tranquility. So Bark Skin, Trank, and it's kind of a reset button and gives you a couple seconds of breathing space to plan, as soon as the channeling is done, who starts getting hot stacked up on them again. Um, as far as you know, being bottom of the healing meter, it's probably gear-based, and also what you were assigned to do. Um, if you're raid healing on a well-geared raid, people don't actually take all that much damage to heal. If you are healing the main tank, and the tank is really well-geared, especially they out-gear the content you're doing. Again, you're not going to throw a lot on them. Um, but up your gear, check, make sure you're not overhealing. healing uh, If you're throwing heals on people who don't really need throwing too big of a heal, um, it's, it's the normal whack-a-mole balancing act kind of a thing. Yep. And then I've just talked us into right to the end of the show. Right. Very good. So I hope that helps, and we will catch you next week. You have been listening to Casual Hardcore Live Mall Radio with myself, Gnomewise. Myself, Gonora. Myself, Grail. And coming in? Daxa for I.O. <laughs> <laughs> I am Daxa. I speak for the I.O. Donate today to Team Murloc. Go to WCRadio.com. Click on the uh, chipin.com button for Team Murloc. There is only Team Murloc. We'll let you know the results uh, after August 1st. And thank you all for the amazing generosity you have already shown. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Thank you, and we are out of here. Bye bye, people. Until we meet again.